It's February, and that means two things. It's Groundhog's Day, and it also means that 96% of people have already forgotten their New Year's resolutions, and they're about to live the same year over again. But not you, because for the month of February, my free gift to you is your golden ticket to a new year. With my Brave Vision Blast Off Workbook, you will gain clarity, which is the number one reason why most women quit. They don't know what to do. So find out what you're called to do, harness your energy, gain momentum, reach your goals this year, and experience a brand new year, not just another year. Don't leave your success to chance. Go to braveheartedwoman.com forward slash vision blast off to get your free download today or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. Hey, beautiful women. This is Dawn Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and you're listening to The Bravehearted Woman. This is a podcast designed to help you find your brave so you can live out your beautiful vision. I have been working with women for years, and now I want to help you too. I'm here to awaken the brave heart inside of you so you can ignite the flame of your vision, you can reach your goals, and achieve your dreams. Come on, let's get brave. Today I want to take a moment and I want to talk to you about some things that are more spiritual in nature and have to do with our identity, have to do with the way we believe in ourselves and our self-esteem and how we do life. And I want to ask you, have you ever found yourself living under the judgment of your list of oughts and shoulds? I ought to do this. I ought to do that. I should be this. Well, I want to talk to you today and remind you that heaven is the only perfect place. You know, life here on earth, it's fraught with difficulty and challenges, and we're going to have pain, and we're going to be surrounded by things that are not the way they should be. We live in a fallen world, and because we live in a fallen world, we live under a cloud of judgment. It's the space between the perfection of heaven and the reality of humanity. And so here's where many of us get into trouble. We have this list of, I ought to be more like this, and I ought to do more of that. I should have said this. I should have done that. One author, I don't even know who it is now, said we should all over ourselves. Now, I agree that we must have a personal code of ethics and core values. I'm all for that, that we have this level of a consistent personal standard that we want to operate with and say, this is something that I don't want to violate. But what happens when you do violate it? What happens when you fail? What happens when when I fall or fail? We have to have a system of grace for ourselves that allows us to learn and grow and blow it without beating ourselves up or beating ourselves to a pulp. I've done that. Maybe those of you who are listening have done that. I have raked myself 
over the coals for not being perfect. Well, remember here at the Bravehearted Woman, we talk a lot about baby steps. And we walk brave, but we don't swim in shame. We're not going to do that. I used to cringe. I'll tell you the truth. I used to cringe, and maybe I still do, at the phrase, well, I'm not perfect. Because when I heard that, I'm not perfect, I, I just thought it was a license to be lazy or to make excuses. It teeters, doesn't it, really on the border of excuse making? At least it does in my mind. It was kind of like this caveat that said, I can behave in any way that I want because after all, I'm not perfect. But in the most literal sense of the phrase, there is no perfection on this side of heaven. There's one perfect and we're not him. And so we have to normalize failure without condemning ourselves and rejecting ourselves and beating ourselves over the coals. So this is what the podcast is about. Now, I'm not saying that we just give ourselves a license, like I said a moment ago, just to act and behave in any way that we want. But we have to give ourselves a mindset that says I am going to give myself grace and permission when needed and love and compassion when I'm not able to live up to even my own standard or my own code of ethics. Now, we're not giving in to a mindset that says, oh, I'm just going to always be this way, so I should just accept it and you know, I just this is who I am. I'm just kind of the person who does this or does that. Blech. No. But I will tell you that God's word says of Moses, this prophet that lived in Old Testament, that he came with law. He was a leader who received a law from God and the people had to live up to this law. They couldn't do it. It did indeed kill them. But the Bible goes on to say that when Jesus came, he came with grace and truth, not just a balance of both of those things, but a full measure of grace and a full measure of truth. And you see, I think something in that scripture is the secret to the way that we're supposed to live. I believe that that is the recipe for you and I, and that's the posture that I want to offer us today and have you think about. If you're a person who tends to be hard on yourself, then you are living under the demands of, I ought to, and I should have. And you will also place that mandate on others. And this makes for a very rigid, stoic existence. I heard a counselor once say that he was working with this young girl in his office. And while they were kind of working together and role playing and doing some things, that she hit a glass and knocked over some water. And the minute that water fell over, she began to take her little fist and hit herself in the face and on her head. And she was closed her eyes and said, bad little girl, bad little girl, bad little girl, bad little girl. Oh my goodness, my heart broke when I heard that. If you're judging yourself and shaming yourself for possessing humanity, weakness, vulnerability, then you are going to live under such a heavy load that you cannot carry. But 
the opposite is true. If you're a person who's too easy on yourself, if you're a permissive soul that says, I'm just giving myself the freedom to be. I'm a human being. I'm not a human doing. Okay, well, you are now one who has cast off all restraint, and I'm going to bet that you don't have a vision, that you don't have goals, because vision necessitates that we live with intention and passion and design. And the Bible is really clear that if we don't have a vision, we die spiritually, emotionally. We just we just become passive shelf decorative vases. <laughs> I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? We just we're just little knickknacks, little trinkets. No, God didn't create me to be a trinket. I'm not sitting on any shelf. You can't reach your goals by being that passive. So one mindset, that mindset of legalism and law that says, I live under this mandate of do's and don'ts and I should, I ought to, I ought to, I've got to, I must. Okay, I am offering you a new voice of grace to be in your head. A voice where you can forgive yourself for not being perfect. Forgive yourself because God, God did indeed make you to be human. You are a moving, breathing, flesh organism. And you're going to have seasons of greatness. And you're going to have times and seasons and moments where you're not very great. And same for me. And we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. And we have to learn how to forgive others because we can't put that mandate on others No one can live up to the standard of perfection. Now, there are some standards that are reasonable and logical and very make very good sense and and they're appropriate. But asking someone to live up to a standard that, that you yourselves can't even find is not fair. And I want to just remind you, those who are listening to this, because I would be one of your population. I would see grace as a mindset of saying, that's weakness. Like I said a moment ago, that's excuse making. Well, no, I'd like you to reframe it. It's beauty. It's freedom. It's allowing yourself to be an artist, to say, I can create, I can produce art, I can live artfully and soulfully, and I can live with freedom. And I don't have to be rigid, but make no mistake about it, I will be excellent. And I am moving forward. Is it okay to hold that paradox? Do you understand that Jesus came with truth and grace? In other words, he held the standard truth, but he also gave so much grace. He was grace. So let's take this off of our shoulders and off of other shoulders. And if you're one who says, I live under it's unacceptable, it's intolerable, it's inexcusable. And all those extreme judgments, the weight of carrying that alone will crush your joy. And again, anyone that you're in relationship with, you fear being rejected. I'm going to make a guess that at the root of this perfectionism is a fear of not being good enough. You fear rejection because of your imperfections. Well, we all know, most of us know and can look and see 
what your imperfections are, just as you can see mine or others, and we love you anyway. Make sure you don't fall into all or nothing thinking. I have to be totally perfect or I'm a complete zero. I have to be an absolute hero or I'm a villain. No, there's a lot of room for many things in between. But you other folks, you other folks who are very compassionate to yourself and very forbearing and basically give yourself permission to do nothing, you fear discipline. You feel that someone's going to tell you what to do. You fear control. And so you won't even use self-control. And that's another fear that you have is failure. I won't even try. So you are so used to giving yourself permission to slide through life that you don't realize that you're squandering your gifts. You're squandering your talents and precious time on earth. You are going to be required of God. What kind of steward were you over your life? Did you reach your maximum or did you at least intend on trying to achieve your maximum potential? You need truth. You've got plenty of grace. You're programmed for grace. You know how to live with grace. But you need truth. You need to hear the word. Because you have to take yourself by the back of the collar and say, self, I'm going to obey myself. I got to walk in discipline. And that's the truth. Because your faith without works is dead. So what do you want for your life? How committed are you to cooperating with a system that will get you there? You're not being controlled. You're not being pushed into a you know, a round peg in a square hole. But in this life, there are times where you have to submit to a system. You can puff up your chest and say, I'm not, I'm free. I I don't believe in that gravity stuff. And jump off a building. Well, let's see how that's working for you. You get what I'm saying, right? (laughs) So for you, you faith-believing women who are, Maybe a little bit difficult on yourself. Let me share this verse for you. In Hebrews 10, 14, we see this, that God is perfecting those who have already been made perfect. Do you see the both and and world there? Both and, my favorite saying. It is a both and world. He's perfecting those who have already been made perfect. What in the world does that mean? Well, it means that through the eyes of God, you are perfect. That's exactly how he sees you. And at the same time, he's helping you live into that perfection that has already been allotted to you. It has already been imputed, given to you. I could say that I have the marital status. I am a married woman, but I'm still learning what it means to be her. You are perfect in God's eyes. And so you can risk failure. You can risk living brave and free and whole because you are learning and being made perfect 
even as you are already seen as perfect. I know that's a lot of gymnastics right there with words, but if you can grasp that concept, it will indeed set you free. And so, how do you feel about yourself? How do you think about what I just shared? Would you be willing to allow yourself the freedom to consider the possibility that you're being too hard on yourself and maybe, just maybe, you're being too hard on others? And would you also consider the possibility, my dear sister, that maybe you're not as brave in areas that you should be, meaning I haven't stood up to face this thing because fear, the fear of being controlled, the fear of discipline, the fear of failure, the fear of not measuring up so I'm not going to try, I'm not going to come under somebody's rules and regulations is just the overplay for the underplay. You have a fear of failing and being rejected. So let's be brave. Let's face our fear and let's take a moment and write down goals and dreams and an action plan that says this is how I'm going to get there and I intend on keeping my promise to myself. All right, that's what I have for you today. I hope that you find some value out of this. And if you have, please take a moment and review me and like me. Make sure you like me. I want you to like me. But even if you don't, I can, I can deal with that. But share it with somebody else who might like me. <laughs> okay. All right. But I would love for the algorithms to pick up this podcast because I believe that God has given me a mandate to help as many women as possible, including you, my dear Braveheart sister. So I want to leave you like I always do. This is Dawn Damon, your Braveheart mentor, saying, find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.